Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome to the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. Man, we are back from the Ohio Classic. Uh, I was in Columbus, Ohio this past weekend, and we are exhausted. That's a long drive for us, and still trying to get back to work without skipping days so we can save vacation time for Baby's coming right around the corner and hunting season and you know the drill. You're the same as us. You got to work. You got to work some comp time, work some overtime to get those, that time off to, you know, chase chase the critters or chase a dream or whatever you're doing. So we are feeling the trade show season. It's our first time um, <laughs> going to the Iowa Classic uh, with a booth along with Heroes Hunting and then Ohio. And then next weekend, if you're listening to this in real time, the wisconsin classic is coming up in madison so we're super excited to get out there um i just kind of wanted to give a little pre-intro on this episode because this is firing off what we we recorded in uh ohio we didn't do near as many as we did in iowa because honestly it was just busier our booth was five times as busy i think we had more people come up to us saturday morning at ohio and talk to us say they listened to the show or they liked the show than we did probably the, the entire time at iowa and that kind of surprised us a little bit. We knew we had a good um, Ohio following from Patrick saying, hey, Ohio's your show, man. you got to get out there. Um, so big shout-out to Ohio and Pennsylvania. I, we have a ton of listeners out there um, from what I've seen from Hang and Bang applications and what my downloads can show me. So big shout-out to you guys, man. It's, it's, it's pretty awesome. I figured Iowa would be, like, the spot for us, but – I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's 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 fucking awesome, and we appreciate the hell out of it, though. Um, a ton of fun. The whole show was. It was crazy. Uh, more of it'll. We'll talk about it more. We'll probably do like a trade show season recap once we're all back in studio here. Um, it's just a busy time for us. We're we're starting to juggle. So bear with us with some things, and hope you enjoy these episodes. They're kind of a different change of pace than normal, but. We're going to get back on the grind, and we got a lot of things we're working on, so just a little update there. Oh, one thing I should add, if you are going to be at the Wisconsin show, we have a special limited run of hats just for that show that we're trying to get done in time. So 
and you'll especially appreciate them if you live in Wisconsin, which if you live there, I'm assuming you're at the show. Anywho, this episode's with Patrick Perkins, awesome guy. Um, he is the big dog behind Heroes Hunting, and we got to hang out with him all weekend, and that makes for an awesome weekend right there. Let's get some business out of the way, and then we'll dive into the episode. The podcast is presented by Scent Crusher, scentcrusher.com. If you're a regular to the show, you're already familiar. If you're new to the show, um, check out Scent Crusher, ozone products, scent eliminating products from the room clean, which is a unit you plug into your wall at your house and hit the button and it kills the scent in the room to the ozone go and the ozone go max, plug it into your, your plug in. I call it a cigarette lighter, but I don't think anyone calls them that anymore. And your car runs an ozone cycle in your truck for when you're hunting, kills all the scent. Um, there's the, the gear bags, which we live out of them through all your clothes in there, run the unit, the sprays, the, the detergents, all that good shit. Check them out. Scentcrusher.com. Also HHA sports, single pin sites for your bow lifetime warranty. They have a site set up for everyone. So if you've been thinking about maybe diving into that single pin style, check them out. It, it's a lifetime warranty there. You know, maybe they're a little more money. If you do the top of the line, like the optimizer Kingpin. But it's the last site you ever have to buy. If anything happens to it, you just call them up and they take care of you. And they support our veterans. And they're from Wisconsin. So people love Wisconsin. The show is also brought to you by North American Whitetail Championship or the Bone Collector North American Whitetail Championship. You can check them out. North America, or I guess it's NAWTC.com. It's the tournament for whitetail hunting. Um, there's a lot of ways to go about it. You can enter, I think you can enter teams now. More details coming up. We got a podcast of Steve Schmidt, the big dog behind behind the competition at Wisconsin. So if you'd like to meet him, I think he's going to be in Saturday if you have any questions or anything like that. But your entry fee basically pays itself off with all the gear that you get. You get a Tacticam and all sorts of good stuff. Um, so that's pretty cool. Rumor has it that when we do pick Team Hang and Bang, that we might have a Team Hang and Bang in the competition. But I don't know yet. There's more to come and more to come from Team Hang and Bang. Just stay tuned. Also, the podcast is now brought to you by Lone Wolf Custom Gear, lonewolfcustomgear.com. You're familiar with that. Well, if you're not, you should be familiar with that platform or that style of tree stand. The DeQuistos are coming out with the top of the line setup for that hang and bang mobile tree stand hunter. A lot more to come from them. Super proud of that partnership. And there's a lot more that's going to unfold um, with us and Lone Wolf Custom Gear in the future. Also, we are sponsored by Victory Archery. A lot of people have been asking. I keep saying a lot of people. That's annoying. Victory Archery. We shoot the Rip TKO Gamers. Um, that's what we're shooting right now. People ask. That's what we do. We love them. Anywho, had to get the business done. Enjoy the podcast. I'm Chase Ralston with Rubline Marketing. This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Pitt. Hey, everybody. It's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey, guys. This is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi, I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors. Hey, this is Nick Munt from Bone Collector. Hey, this is Melissa Buckman. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter podcast. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. Working class bow hunter. You're listening to the working class bow hunter. That's right. This is the podcast for Billy Joe Lunch Bucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T. Bone Turner from the Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. Nobody pushes the envelope like working class bow hunter. 
Hey, this is Jules McQueen, and you are listening to the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. It's really, really not that good. Good, 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 good. That's good. Hey, bro. Hey, don't get mad, man. We love you. Showing you some love, brother. All right. Since Steve's not going to do an, uh, no, an official you. introduction, I will. Uh, we're at the Ohio Deer Classic with uh, I'm going to say his full name and title and everything. Sergeant Patrick Perkins from Heroes Hunting on Carbon TV That's right. is our first guest of the Ohio show. It's getting rolling. It's rolling good right now. What's up, it dude? Is. It's getting busy. It's the first night. Pretty excited. This is the second time we've done this. I think it's going well. It's your second time. How many times have you been to Ohio? This is the third time we've been here. First time with you guys. So Yeah. yeah long, long time driver. First time show. <laughs> good. good. We uh, we appreciate you allowing us to be in your booth. This was awesome opportunity. Man, I get to hang out with you. Dang, dude, it sucks for you, Patrick. That's <laughs> yeah. terrible. It does. A couple terrible. more days, bro. It's not fun. Straight no, up, bro. I'm it's, straight up not having hey, a good Hey, was time. the last podcast we recorded that three-hour-long marathon we did? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that was. was on here, yeah. It seems like it, that was like over a year ago, wasn't it? I don't think I've even heard the whole thing. Do you guys hear a dog barking? No, there's something going on. I think that was down. a child or something. I don't there's know. Like, there's coyote calls going on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so what's been new since then? Because th- we, we were kind of all over the place on that episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, unfortunately, on the way here, like I said, I sent you a picture. Like, unfortunately, I found out that my navigation system's homophobic. Yeah, what's up with that? I don't, uh, I don't understand. I, tell, 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 us, tell us the story. I was like, surely my navigation system is a little bit more lifestyle inclusive, but apparently not. <laughs> it's like with modern times. Yeah. So we got to come from Iowa. So I'm driving from Des Moines. I got to pick up Joe in <laughs> Indiana, and then we got to come to Columbus, where the show's at, which is a phenomenal place to have this show. It's, yeah. It, like, every year it's one of our best shows. It's busy. For a Friday night, first night, it's, it's yeah. cranked. People haven't even got off work yet. It's only 4.30. Right. Uh-oh. So, <laughs> so until 9. <laughs> so I'm plotting my course, you know, and it's sending me through, like, southern Chicago to get down to Indianapolis, which is the worst time because it's going to put me at, like, 5 o'clock through southern Chicago. Mm-hmm. No one wants so that. Like, yeah. So I'm, like, doing through my settings, which I've never played with before. It's a new truck. And, and like, I just open it up. And boom, there it is, right in front of my face. You know, it was like, no traffic? I'm like, yeah, avoid traffic. And it's like, avoid ferries. And I'm like, really? In this Ooh. day and age, Ooh. like, that's what we're it's doing? It's offensive. With? What, yeah. you, you can't what, what uh, yeah, Chevy, like, Ford? And, like, you know, I have friends. <laughs> I, I have Let's get to the bottom of remind this. Remind me not to buy that brand. <laughs> I have alternative friends, you know? So I'm like, I mean, maybe, like, I don't want to hang out with them sometimes. But completely oh. avoid? I mean, that that, that kind of alternative. Yeah. Like, they're not into Nirvana and, uh, yeah, I mean, okay, yeah. Not that harsh. kind of al- uh, alternative, yeah. different alternative. Yeah, that, that kind of put a whole damper on the whole weekend there. <laughs> well, I'm glad we started the episode with that. Yeah. So one I thing I do... Really wanted to get that out of the way. Thank you, man. Get it off your chest a little <laughs> bit. It's bothering you. I can tell you, it was bothering you, man. It was. It was like, that's the only humorous thing I got all weekend. I'm like, I just got to come up guns blazing. <laughs> well, let's fire off from that because, I mean, literally, since the last time we recorded, our podcast numbers have over doubled our downloads. Really? So there might be a lot of people who, unless they've gone back and did their, their background research of the working class bow hunter, tell. Tell everyone what Heroes Hunting is and what you guys do. Uh, we're a group of veterans who basically take out other veterans hunting. Our only requirement is that you've been deployed. That was it because we have our own language, our own acronyms. You know, the hunts are great, but yeah. what it is that it gets about is, and the veterans all say, like, within 10, 15 minutes of it's going out, like, this is awesome. Yeah, I've never been whitetail hunting or turkey or whatever we're doing mm-hmm. all around the country. 
But the ability for us to be able to sit there and talk and, for lack of a better word, say, have a safe place. Right. Like, mm-hmm. We have our own acronyms, our own language. Like, we could sit in our booth and speak in our language, then you guys would have no idea what we're talking uh, about. 100% because yeah. I get lost in some of the shit you talk about in right. general. Right. So, we, we can do know that. What the hell talking about. <laughs> or, like, the stuff that we find humorous on deployments that. You know, if we told you, you'd probably think it was kind of funny with us because you're right. so demented like we are. Yeah, right. Yes. But if you... <laughs> go you know, on, go on. Yeah. If I like, told my mom, she'd probably think we're like sociopaths. So <laughs> it, it, it gives you that ability to be like, hey, this is something I had happen to me. Even though maybe I was in a different theater than this person was, mm-hmm. we get it. Because we don't sit down like therapists. You know, we're right. like, do you feel like hurting yourself or others or anything? No, we're just like, hey, man, I was in the military. I was in the military, too. It's ah. just like legit bonding. Yeah, you want to hear yeah. some cool stuff I did? Cool. Tell me some cool stuff you did. We go from there. Yeah, I I, 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 did, I just remember the very first time we podcasted was at the Iowa Deer Classic, I want to say three years ago. Mm-hmm. So it would have been 2015? No, was it, it was it four years ago? Four years ago. It might be four years yeah, ago now. Four or three. One I think two. it was three because we had recorded for a year, but it was right uh, there you're right. It was three. Yep. Yeah, you're right. And we got you guys, and within... We saw the potential. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm glad you did, man. I'm glad <laughs> you did. That's exactly and what happened. We always, we always tell nice. that story. And by the way, uh, one of the girl that tased Big Merc from... Uh, oh, dude, I'm having a brain fart. Right story. 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 Big Merc. Big Merc. <laughs> she is here right now. So it's like... Dude, it's, you're next. You're getting tased, this show. Find Definitely her. getting tased. Huh? Find her. Hey. She's here. She's two. Where's she's Doug one at? aisle over, right there. Dougie Fresh. Right oh, here. She's over here. Hey, remember when you you found that girl that tased Big Merc? It's Hogwild. It's Brandy from Hogwild. Hey, go go get her and see if she has her taser. Yeah, yeah. Steve's getting tased. I've got a heart issue, so legally I cannot. But um, we'll make. No, it. we're tasing we'll you, it. dude. I don't You're care. You're definitely getting tased. We'll make it sound good on the. Uh, but well, if Merc got tased, dude, I could get tased too. But anyway, that's the he's very first time. <laughs> but he's a he's cop. A, he's a cop, dude. He's, yeah. he's a it's happened before. He's been through it. He's a cop. You're just an alcoholic, so I don't know. Yeah, there is that too. I'm a, yeah, okay. This is not going to be good for me, but yeah, I'm probably getting tased. <laughs> but ni- what a nice culmination that uh, yeah, we nice. first meet you. Merck gets tased. Now we're friends. we're bringing it back. We're yeah, friends, right? It. Yeah, it's it's actually no Patrick. It's actually Sergeant Patrick, Patrick Perkins. Just Patrick from Heroes Hunting <laughs> on Carbon TV. Just Patrick. <laughs> Are it's we been, friends? It's been cool to see. Uh, <laughs> I love how he just moved past you. Thank well, you. Well, it's, I want I want to give you this compliment because it's been actually been really interesting to see. Like most people. Unfortunately, for lack of better words, your age have like no motivation to do anything, and I've seen you guys over the years like <laughs> evolve and like revolve and like react to things that happen. Like you pretty much can take things head on. It's just like us in the military. It's like shoot, move, communicate, which is the hardest per- part about going from the military world to the civilian world. Is like right. a lot of people don't do that in like the corporate world. You know, like I gotta have a yeah. meeting to go to a meeting to talk about a meeting to plan a meeting about another meeting. You know, just like just make a damn decision. All right, all right. <laughs> you guys can take things roll with them pretty quickly and then move forward and watching you forward and like even just like from your first show in iowa which is the you've been to shows but you've never been on the floor you've right never had a booth and like to see what you showed up with was like wow this is pretty impressive you guys you know i was getting a lot of questions and texts like you know, i think you were doubting me a little bit <laughs> well i was i just wanted to make sure <laughs> well, it was my, our first one i mean, yeah, I mean we yeah, didn't know what to expect i was doubting myself a little bit. my my right. mine was like i know what we did wrong and i'm like i'm trying to prevent you from doing it you were a lot of help, man. You were a lot of help. Here's like the advice, just like hunting. People are like, here's sure. where I would go. It's up to you to go do it. You know, like, right? Yeah. Just, you know, it's 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 the your your standard setup for the show was the first 
posting position on a push hunt. You know, they're like, yeah, yeah you know, actually, that's a good way to put it. They're like, yep. stand here. And you're like, the first time you ever do it, you're like, oh, this isn't the right place at all. I should, be, <laughs> right, you know, right. I should definitely be stupid. over. stupid. What are we doing? Yeah. And you walk like 30 yards down, and all of yeah, a sudden, a deer just... runs right by the tree. You're oh, right. yeah, this <laughs> is where we need yep. to be. Just right. like a herd runs through right where you were standing. Been there, done that. So. So watching it even from that show, you know, onto this one, and you know, like you know, you look at your setup. Your setup probably took half the time it did last time. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, for and, like, sure. Everything is like <laughs> yeah. easy. By the time you we're get up this, and running, Dude, yeah. we're in an hour in. We're like, yeah, we're good. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's if you, by watching that, you know that the rest of your stuff that's going on is going to progress the same way you do. So yeah. So yeah, as then, it should. Yes, we are friends. Is that confirmed? Oh, yeah. Okay. After, right. I just wanted to check that. Dude, dude, you're stuck. I, I didn't care about none of that other bullshit that after, you just said. I just want to have a friend. After what happened 30 minutes ago. <laughs> um, should wow. we talk about that? Or, I mean, uh, I don't know. Maybe we just leak that and we'll uh, let call, people we'll leak. Call it get it the incident. Well, leak that. Call it the, just refer to it the whole trip as the incident, the first day in. The incident. Yeah. The first, what, two yes. hours in? Yes, uh, yes. Oh, yeah, you have no. to look at it. Well, cool, man. So going back to Heroes Hunting, and I know we're, we're having a good time. We're bullshit. We just started uh, drinking some old Bush Lights, and so just, that's a good time. You but, just started? Uh, I mean, I just didn't want to sound like an alcoholic. Hey, yeah, well, here, the cat's out of the bag. <laughs> yeah, we've been drinking all day. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what are you going to do? spilling that, Steve. <laughs> so do you guys take a lot of veteran on, on veterans on hunts that – are they usually experienced hunters, or are they people that have never been on hunts? Uh, we get a mix. Um it, it kind of goes down to like the selection process. We don't really have like a criteria that you have to meet that we yeah. don't, other than like deployed. But I mean, you'll have anything from, you know, we just got one the other day that's just kind of like a heartstring puller where it was just a simple. They went to our website. When you go there, the very first thing is like, do you want to be on the mailing address? And then you can go in and contact us. Mm-hmm. And so from that point forward, it's, it's from somebody's son whose dad is a veteran. They were not the veteran. The dad is. Right. And his dad's in bad health. He was uh, like a Vietnam vet and potentially does not have much time left. Mm-hmm. And just wanted to know if we could help facilitate this guy being able to go out with his father and hunt. Lives in Georgia. I send this down to my pro staff, uh, First Sergeant Cottle, down in Georgia, Fort Benning. Said, hey, would you like to spearhead this? He talks to them. Vets home, yes, the guy's actually a vet. Da, 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 they're going to do a hunt. You know, so so awesome. Yeah, so, so it's going to be so that awesome, easy dude. sometimes. Which, yeah. which, yeah, which is it, it works. It's going to be a, a a pretty big heart tugger because Eric just lost his father not so long ago, which mm-hmm. was a hunt that we helped facilitate as well. And so, you know, other times we've had people where they didn't have a weapon, didn't have camo, nothing. Right. And she just it was, this one veteran. She it was like a bucket list. She wanted to go right. hunting one time in her life before she passed away. That's crazy. That's awesome. that, so cool. Um, you know, so cool. That's cool. One, one thing I do want to touch on. What's been really awesome to see is I just because we love our vets. That was one of the reasons why we came out to you. We do our vet shout-out on the podcast, and we always want to do everything we can. When we were looking around looking for people to find, you know, our first show, we found you guys with all the uh, in- insignias, and it just led to, you know, the friendship that we have, where it's at now, and you guys ended up taking our good buddy Gene Miller out on an antelope hunt. So it was just really awesome to see how that all came to be. Just we happened to be kind walking down the yeah. aisle. We see it. meet you guys. You guys almost had to whoop some dude's asses for us five minutes after meeting us. Do you remember that? So, yeah, we saw the Heroes Hunting Booth the first time, and we were just there winging it. Like, oh, it would be kind of cool to podcast with those guys. So we asked you. You guys were kind of like, what the fuck, all right, whatever, you know. And then uh, we're we're walking from the Heroes Hunting Booth to our podcast dungeon we had at the time at Iowa, and 
some guy, it was someone we knew, like, did something to me, like, smack me yeah. in my ass or smack my, like, hit me on the side or something. And we had just met you guys, and I turn around, and you guys are, like, stopped in the aisle, like, you want us to kick that dude's ass? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no, 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 it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> Everybody settle down. We're all right here. You and old Redbeard are ready to throw some hands, man. It was yeah, just no. immediate brotherhood. <laughs> yeah, that, I think that's how we knew, man. And we, we got to podcasting with you guys and just knew, like, dude, these dudes are the shit. It, it, it's, it's all networking. Like uh, one of the, we we I think we've been around for like a year, year and a half. And uh, at that point, uh, not when not that point. That year we, it was like a couple years at that point. But we had I think it was like year three is when we met you. Oh, okay. We did the Iowa Deer Classic. So that would be 2016 or 17, one of the two. Somewhere around there, yeah. Yeah. But I was in a, a deer camp and Chan and Dana Wall. I don't know if you guys have got to be with them yet. Mm-hmm. Chad and Dana Wall from Wallhanger TV were in the same camp with me. And so we, you know, we were recording, we're producing a show, we're doing all these different things. I started sitting down and talking with them, and I'm like, having been through all the trade shows and in the, quote, in the industry for long enough, you realize that a lot of people with zero names mentioned are not who they appear to be on TV, right. unfortunately. Right. Yep. You have such high hopes. Thanks, it's been really nice that I have got to meet the people who did live up to what my expectations. Jeff Danker was like, one of the few people I wanted to meet in the industry, and he was exactly what I thought he was. That's what you always hope, you know? Yeah, I'm really hoping that, you know, like Michael Waddell. Dude, he's he, exactly oh, like what you think, yeah, man. I know. Exactly. exactly. I know. You guys need to make that happen. We can make it happen. I need to see that guy. Hey. Just so I can stare at him longingly. ATA like, show is the easiest spot to hang out with Michael Waddell. Okay. I might have to make If you know the proper year. people, you can hang out with Waddell. I, I, I don't hey. want to name drop, but one of the cooler guys, it too, is Mark Drury. That dude is yeah, the hey, best yeah. dude ever. He was with us. In Especially Iowa, being so Midwest focused, I mean uh, Iowa. You know, he's that like was, that was how I knew I had made the right decision to have you guys in the podcast. So like, I had to, <laughs> I didn't get to show up at the time the show started in Iowa because I had to work. So like, I show up at four thirty. I walk in. I got to go past you know our right side of our booth, which is your guys' area. And I like walk by, like look left. I'm like that's Mark Drury. I'm like oh, and he's <laughs> hanging out with them. I'm like I just yeah. like I just like walked into the booth, looked at uh, Jake, and I was like. Genius. Genius. <laughs> I'm the best. I was like, this is working out way better than well, I thought it would. But that's based on the, on the brotherhood of, yeah. uh, of, of well, everything that we you do. You gave us a chance, man, from the beginning. Yeah. Well, what it is, though, is that, like what I was trying to say with Chad and Dana Wall, and I asked him, I'm like, man, you know, with all these shady people, ins and outs, I'm like, how do you keep it, like, going and positive? And he just said, he goes, it's really simple. It's, you just surround yourself with good people that yeah. are like-minded, and, like, good things will happen. And that's For usually sure. what it does. So, like, we saw it, same kind of, like, Living in life, you know, like, yeah. and you guys don't see it, but we see it on the outside because you guys see each other all the time. Mm-hmm. We only see you like once a year, twice a year, maybe right, if yeah, that. Right. Three times a year now. Yeah. But it's going to turn into more. I got some plans ahead, right. which I got to talk to you about. It's coming but, like, We've <laughs> even watched you over the span, like, grow and mature as people. Like, well, you're still the same. Oh, right? yeah. No. Steve's attacking us. Steve's no, he pointed right at me. Yeah. Steve, you're, you're still, still a piece of shit. You're still the same right. dipshit. Kurt, Eric, you guys, though. Right. You guys are really, a long way. Yeah. You guys are really matured as adults, but Steve, geez. That was like, yeah, one of those, like, little asterisks. Like, yeah. you all have asterisks it's Not like Ted Williams' home run record. There's an asterisk. Steve right. got, actually got worse since. So, but but you know, what, Patrick, what you brought up about how surround yourself with good people and all that in the industry—that is true. Because I was just having a conversation with my buddy uh, Byron Horton from the Whitetail Experience, which they're a Columbus-based like web series show, and he works with Cody DeQuisto and uh, XOP and Lone Wolf Custom Gear. And we were kind of talking how it's funny we met. Really, I think just through 
social media and podcast it online yep. to becoming good friends. And then it's funny that he helps Cody, Cody out. Yeah. Oh. And then it's just this circle where we're friends with you. We're friends with him. He's friends with Cody. Turns out I didn't know you and Cody were really good friends. Oh, yeah. So at it's Iowa, a giant circle, yeah, man. now it's just like surround yourself with good people. Right. And then at the end of it all, it's just the good people that you want to be around you'll, with You'll anyway. see that it shows now, too. Like, this was not a coincidence that we're so close with the XOP and Lone Wolf. They're literally right across from right, us right and, now. You know, Rod right next to us, he's a veteran in his organization. What are you XOP. doing? Steve, you're pulling a knife out and there's kids oh, in the Oh, no, middle. sorry. Yeah. I, it, it wasn't, wasn't <laughs> for them. It wasn't for you guys. It was for him. You you get, I want him to sharpen my knife. Yeah, stop. Focus. Irving. Yeah, Irving. Irving. Irving Williams. Watch out for that guy. Look at that guy. Huge legs. That is a but yeah, great yeah, it, But, yeah, it's so, not a coincidence. So we've so. started, like, doing it, too. Like, I mean, you don't want to have, like, a lot of like-minded stuff. Like, if we, you know, there are other organizations and veterans organizations we have. It doesn't help you to all be together in one booth right. or together. Yeah. But if you can be in the general area, it makes it a lot easier because I'm going to come see you anyway. So you'll start to see in the shows, like, our booth, XOP, Lone Wolf, Big Frig. And the see people that are sponsors actually are kind of migrating together because we're all getting up hanging out and it helps us beat each other. Kind of way it should be though. Well, it's, it's such an easy handoff, you know. Like when we were with Mud Bums, let's say, so we did their show and they took us out fishing. Awesome. Well, people came up and they're like, "We really loved that that episode you guys did the veterans." Well, they were right across. They're like, "Yeah, they're standing right there." And so the right. people just turn around. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, they are. And then let's come over and talk to us, and you just send it, stuff back and forth so easily. I mean, last year we were here. Uh, we had started kind of culminating this process, but we have that little teeny tiny half dollar size working class bowhunter right. podcast sticker on our booth. Yeah. We, we probably had 40 people come and be like, oh, you know them? I'm like, I was on the show. Did you not know? <laughs> <laughs> if you know them, you know them no enough idea. to know who they are, you obviously listen. Did my episode suck that bad? <laughs> it just got overpassed like, nah, gay. Nah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Oh, Swipe left. It's a blended Bloody yeah. Mary episode. Yeah, it's because they're just looking at time frames. They're like that's 50 right. minutes, hour, 3 minutes, hours, 50 minutes, 3 hours, hours skip. It's like, yeah. still to this day. <laughs> nope. Still to this day, that was one of my favorite podcasts that we've ever done because what we awesome. what we do like to do, I mean, obviously we're a hunting bow hunting podcast, but we're all humans and we I don't know what they're talking about, but we do like to branch out and tell real stories about you know, real things and we're all buddies, so people like those unleashed ones. Well, I got I bet you I got more messages on that episode because it was you and our good friend Gene Miller on that podcast. Yep. And you guys just started talking about, like, deployment stories. Shit that, like, and I'm asking questions from a, a complete civilian standpoint and ignorance. Like, hey, I don't know what this is. Can you explain it? And you guys were just telling stories full-blown. And that, I got more messages Hey, thank you for letting those guys just tell those stories. Yeah. Because it fucking made me feel so good being able to listen to that. <laughs> it makes it makes oh, we just did we just did feet there. Yeah, yeah, hey, don't touch his nine dollar Walmart shoes yeah. that um, he's already got up. holes in. That's well, bro. That's a value shopper. You're welding in those shoes. It yeah. helps. It's, Dude, don't you, be afraid to ask those either. Too like because we know like you probably don't know if we said something yeah. like in our acronyms you're not gonna know. Yeah. Like when we were talking with Cody at the Iowa through the Iowa show. That was the first time we kind of hung out outside of the show. And he's like, man, I usually don't hang out because I think you guys think I'm a poser because I wasn't in the military. I'm like, we don't think that at all. We're like, right. we know. You probably don't know what we're talking <laughs> about. We just forget that we're speaking in our language. So right, like, when right. you guys, like, glaze over, I'm like, oh, yeah. I just said, like, nine acronyms in a row. Yeah. Let me go back and, <laughs> and tell that, you what that's kind of what was happening with you and Gene because you and Gene, like, connected, I mean, for obvious reasons. And we're talking. I'm like, hey, I, I feel dumb, but. 
And you guys were all cool about it. That's what I've always like liked. Yeah. There's a lot of things I'm curious about or don't know about um, when it comes to military, really related to anything. I'm like, what is like, how, what, how does this work? Like, what do you do when you get over there? And you've always broke that down really well. Yeah. So, I mean, that's kind of cool. I, I think that's the way it should be, but I'm always a little nervous yeah. on like bringing stuff up. <laughs> well, you know, it, some some people get like really like, well, you know, like there there are some too where you meet these people where you're like, yeah. I'm not going to tell you this really cool story because you're, I feel like you might be kind of douchey. Right. And so you're like, it's you're like, like telling hunting stories at a bar with random dudes who hunt two weekends a year. Yeah. And they're, right. like, right. they're like, oh, yeah, tell me that really cool story when you did this. And he's like, no, you don't deserve to hear that story. Like, <laughs> hey, let, me, yeah. let me tell a funny I get story that. about the first podcast that we did. So uh, when we were recording with you guys, you and uh, – dude, it's been a long day. I'm having a brain fart. Old Redbeard. You guys came in and – we're we're just kind of like talking casually, and you guys start getting into a like a um, some war stories, and he's just sitting there. He's like, "Oh yeah, you know, we're in a pretty good firefight." I'm like, "What the hell is a pretty it good was firefight?" Casual like, for me, I'm just like, "Is a pretty good firefight like where you're not getting shot at?" Or he's like, "Yeah, it was pretty good. You know, we're getting lit up." Like, yeah. you know, just, just I, all casual about it. Yeah, and I, so it, was, heart it was something that like took me back a little bit. I'm like, okay. You know, so for some guys that have, have it was seen some, decent, you know. Yeah, it's like ah, yeah, it was, that was pretty good. You know, like three dudes are getting shot. How many times have you heard us say the phrase "we got blown up pretty good"? Or like <laughs> that was a decent blast, dude. The first time we recorded with you guys, you guys were like, "Oh yeah, the, there's no one around this booth right now." Oh my fucking Haji Huts! And I'm like, "Oh god!" We looked at dude, we looked at me and Kurt looked at each other like, "What the hell is that? Is that offensive? Can we say that?" I'm like, "I don't know. Is that what it is? I, I like don't it." Know what the- Rolling right back to my homophobic navigation system. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I was thinking not avoid fairies. How about avoid IEDs or like right, Haji right. Huts or gunfire? I mean, you Chicago. know, and then when we yeah. break it down, like let's be honest, we're a hunting podcast. No one's getting offended by the term Haji no, Huts. No, no, not, not at, all. at all. Everyone's like. Yeah, blow them up. <laughs> it's just—it's actually—it depends on which country you're in. If you're in Iraq, that's actually a term of like a higher Islamic preacher is a haji. Really? Yeah, that's kind of where it kind of stemmed from. Not I just think. a Johnny Quest so, well, character. Where, yeah. where so, have you yeah. been? Um, I, I just kind of. So then you go into Afghanistan. Then it just kind of by Afghanistan, it just become like a normal standard term. Kind of like when they're in Somali. In Somalia, like they're very thin, they're very like malnutrition. That's why they called them skinnies, oh. so that you can differentiate the difference between the two. And that was where that kind of comes from. Haji actually started from that, and then it oh, really? That's wild. It, yeah. How many countries have you been to because of the military? The military, I've only been to Afghanistan. Mm-hmm. As a contractor, I was to like twenty or thirty. Good no shit. Oh shit! I've like lived in somewhere in the teens. I've been everywhere. Except, I've, yeah, I've been everywhere except Antarctica and Australia. So what, what was your so, favorite spot you've been? Like, oh what? man! Okay. <laughs> oh shit! This could be a long podcast. I hope, you know, I hope your wife isn't listening. That's what I'm trying to think. How, what are the odds of my wife listening to this? Okay. Ever? Do we do we need to do this? Do you need to leave it on a cliffhanger, and that's a good excuse to get you in studio to do another oh, four hour long podcast? No, I'll leave it like this though. <laughs> I, I want, it wasn't the best place. It was more a really good place. And this week, a guy that I work with. Just the day before he left, he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to Rome, Italy for a week. I'm like, oh, my God. I lived there for a year. Right. I'm like, let me give you some. I like pulled up maps. 
and like drew them out because there's like yeah, there's like the Pantheon, the Coliseum, right. like yeah. stuff you know. And the like, normal shit you want to see. Yeah, I was the like Vatican, the Vatican for all you uh, good listeners. The Vatican out there, the place that <laughs> doesn't believe in walls, but it's surrounded by a forty foot one. And, um, <laughs> that's hilarious. So anyway, so I was like, I, start, I was like, that's all cool. But I'm like, here's where all the expat bars are in this little Compa de Fury, <laughs> this place. Here's an Argentinian bar, restaurant you're going to want to go to. Like, there's this place just down from the U.S. Embassy uh, called the Church of Bones. Like, Google that. It's where the term WTF comes from. Like, it's really? like, oh, my God. Like, and I'm like, and like, you absolutely have to see this thing. I'm like, and there's other things, too. Like, there's Fontane Trevi, which is where they sculpted. They built a sculpture out of the side of a building. They, like, carved it into the building. It's a big, huge fountain. Super romantic. Like, <laughs> super romantic. <laughs> but, like, if you go there during the day, it's crowded. It's loud. And for some oh. reason at night, it's, like, super, like, calm. Creepy. The, that's the Church of Bones. Yeah, is, that, is that the underground where it's, like, all skulls? In no. 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 Or am I thinking of something no, else? It's Wait, open that up a little bit. My guess is... And, and this is for all your viewers. Go out and Google Church of Bones. There's three Whoa. rooms. It's a monastery. It's still active. Oh. On one side, they still have mass. On the other side, is these three rooms. And, like, the only thing I can guess is that basically back in the day, Wednesday, there were, like, <laughs> these, group, these group of monks were sitting around a lot like us right now. And they're just like, okay. All right. So here's what happens. <laughs> okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we got all these bones in the catacombs. I wish this was a video <sighs> podcast right now. Right? <laughs> this stuff is smooth. So we got that <laughs> smooth rolling grass. Take two and pass. Take two and pass. Like so, I'm guessing right. that like we take all these bones and we just start gluing them to the fucking walls <laughs> in these really cool patterns, like pelvic bones that make butterflies and like all this other this stuff. This is in Rome. Yeah, it's literally. You can see it from the U.S. Embassy. I mean, it's really. Like, oh yeah, we used to. We went there once. How long did you live there? I lived there for a year. No shit. Yeah, I worked, I worked in that embassy, and so like we went once we found this thing because it was like right next to the embassy. Somebody stumbled across it. Like, there's so much stuff in Rome that you can go to anyway. But this was one of those ones where like at a coffee shop, and we just saw all these Asian people with cameras zip down a, like a, an alley, and we're like, oh, I wonder what they're going to go see. And so and then we found this thing. We're like, holy shit. Holy shit. Shoot. Holy so, shit. So when someone new came to the embassy, you're like, you got to see this shit. No, anybody that's going to Rome, I'm just like, screw Venice. That's a butthole. <laughs> like, you have to see the church of both. <laughs> you have to see it. And so then, then once we found it, like, when we would have breaks or long time, we, we would go to the coffee shop right across the street, and you would just watch these people come out with just, like, their jaws on the ground. You're like, what the hell? You see them go I in, they're all see? happy and shit. They're yeah. like... They're all like, oh, man, it's church. Okay, that's cool. Like, I can't go There's artwork. Okay. Hey, maybe we might see Johnny Bones Jones. And then oh, they, God, we did not see him at all. And then they come out. and Well, then, what, so there's three rooms, and each one's got a different. The very last one is what gets you. And so it's like, and so in each room, as you'll see, now they let you have pictures on the web. They actually have actual monks in robes, like, standing their skulls. Like, really? Skeleton. Oh, yeah, they're standing. So you get to the last one. The last one's like. It's immaculate, like, designs of the ceiling, and there's, like, a, a reaper that had probably was, like, a seven- or eight-year-old, because that's how big the, the skeletal thing is. It's got wings and all kinds of made of other bones that don't exist, and, and then there's these monks laying there, and, and then three or four, I think six different languages, it says, uh, what you are, we once were, 
what we are now, you will become. And then, so then you read that and you're just like, oh my God, yeah. You know, and so then, then you kind of like <laughs> slowly start making your way out of there <laughs> with that what the fuck look on your face. Like, it just, I mean, it's so messed up Shit. that like we were at the Vatican. Do so they this, have any rock candy at the gift shop? Oh my Good god! This, it's not, like, so I was at the Vatican. <laughs> rock yeah, candy. they my, did. My American girlfriend was visiting me, and we're at the, so we're at the Vatican. And you go through there, and it's all really neat. And we're inside of it, and there's even they have a reaper there that's holding a globe, and it's so old. I mean, it was it was built in like the 1400s that's or whatever. That's insane. That like even the, that even, blows my mind. Even the globe's not right because they didn't they hadn't circumvented the oh, globe. Oh, is it round? Yet. No, yeah, it was round. Well, of but course, it was, it's not right. But like it's round. But the only thing that yeah, don't <laughs> oh, God. start the flat Earth jokes. Stop. So anyway, so we're looking at. <laughs> Should have known better back then. But we're looking at, and at the time, my girlfriend was like, oh, I, "This is really neat, but it's kind of morbid." And I was like, "Oh no, we got a place Jesus. to go." Yes. Got him. I was like, we, and I took her there, and she was like, I don't ever want to see anything else again in Rome because that was the most fucked up thing I've ever seen in my life. All right, life. let me ask you this on a, on a little lighter note. What country that you were in had the hottest chicks? Just in general. Don't go into any details. I'm just I'm being vague. Well, the last you asked him a question. Well, he's never been to Antarctica, so he can't say for 100% that the hottest <laughs> chicks on the planet live there. I, well, I'm just curious because I've never, I've never been bro. to these places. And I'm sure on, a lot of our listeners what are. Your, I would say it's a close race between... Russia and Brazil. Ru- uh, I've been to Brazil, and I can confirm that's a little ridiculous. Like, it's crazy. My like, president got elected Paulo? because of we Russia. Paulo? What's so. up? Where'd you go in Brazil? <laughs> uh, uh, Horizontina, Brazil, which is southern Brazil. That's where yeah. the John Deere factory is. Yeah. The only reason I was there. But, oh, like, yeah. I was with my buddy Cameron, who's on the podcast often. We work together. We're going down, and I'm like, holy. He goes, just quit looking because they're everywhere. No, I'm like, you're right. You're right. Diamond does down there. Huh? I don't know what it was like where you were at, but I can. <laughs> I was deep into Brazil. I was in like a little like German town. That was Brazil. like the best job I ever got fired from. Where were you at in Brazil? I was in Sao Paulo. Oh man, yeah, 23 you were three million people. That's where we landed in Sao Paulo smokes. initially. The it's birth. like the third biggest uh, city in the world. The is birth. that where that big statue is? Of uh, no, that's, that's Rio. Yeah, that's oh, Rio. you don't want to go Rio. there. You don't want to go there. <clears throat> I landed in Sao Paulo. I didn't go around the city. I was just in the airport. There's a lot of people that look like women there that aren't women there. You don't want to go there. <laughs> Steve would be down. <laughs> well, Steve, yeah. I mean, if, if it looks like a duck and quacks like a duck. So, <laughs> but no, in Sao Paulo. <laughs> it's rough, man. Did he say duck or did he say, never mind. Just, <laughs> okay. Just get past that. Skip, go ahead. Move man. along. Move along. Okay, go ahead. No, so, so, yeah, there's 23 million people in Sao Paulo. The birth ratio is nine to one women. So for every one boy, there's nine women born. That's oh, insane. On top of that. It's a great ratio, bro. At the time I was there, they told me that the third of the male population was gay. So when you go to a bar as a wait, white, that's hundred percent women. As you go to a bar, no, it's, it's <laughs> your math is off. Wait, one third, yeah. one to nine, one third. Wait, okay. So when you go to a bar, like, in, and I don't know what it was in the southern part, but like, women will come to you and they're trying to buy you drinks and trying to get you home. Yeah, because so it's totally they have it's, it's like really good buck to dough ratio. Yeah, because their options are so limited. Yeah, then they man. see you and they're like. So do I need to go to Sao yes. Paulo? Yeah, yeah. You, you, you a you're, white dude with a beard and tattoos really works well. Even like, shitty Parliament tattoos. You don't have enough tattoos. Okay, you, okay. I, I you, you, you would, would never, you wouldn't come home. You'd find your future ex-wife. I sure. will say, I noticed uh, this when fact. me and Cameron in Brazil and the whole city of Horizontina were the only dudes that wore ball caps, had beards yep. and tattoos, and wore plaid shirts and like legit boots. The men, the men there, I can't speak for all Brazil. There's some badass fighters out of Brazil. But <laughs> mostly just Rio. 
but they're very feminine. They're very girly-ish. Just the things they wear, how they dress, and they're small. See, that's from my experience. Stated. So when we go in there, and our like the 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 currency ratio is like. Ours is like three times or three oh, and a yeah, half they times. Know you have money too. Yeah. So, <laughs> would Steve that's, that's would where. Steve have money down there? Yeah. If Steve went to Brazil, you would have money there. Dude, I'd oh, actually shit. not be broke. I'm like, yo, I got like four dollars. Oh, yeah. What can I get? Four dollars. You, you can you can get like a four bedroom house right on the beach, like for like like twenty thirty thousand dollars. I'm out of here. I'm actually going to Sao Paulo right now. Dude, so dude, when we were down in Brazil, um, some guy helped me and Cameron. We wanted to close our work tabs and open a personal tab. And this guy helped us, and we ended up being friends with him. He spoke really good English and really friendly. Well, him and his whole crew ended up, like, eating dinner with us at this restaurant. And I was like, hey, I'll, I'll get the tab for you helping us. And they're, like, oh, what, like freaking out because it was a lot of money in Brazilian reyes or whatever it is. It was, like, 75 bucks. Right? <laughs> and right. I'm just, like, balling $75 out. $75 meal. Like- I was like, I'll buy this. <laughs> so, dude, you just, like, three to four twenties, like, I just swiped a debit card, and they were like, wow, this dude's loaded. Cool. It was bought. awesome. You guys met th- Hannah from the NRA? No, hi. No, I'm Kurt. It's Hannah me. with an H at the end. We're podcasting hey, right d- now. Hey, don't shake our hands. We're from Illinois. You guys aren't helping us one bit. <laughs> That's just not kidding. a good way to start I'm just this. Not at all. I'm just kidding. I pay my dues. I you want to punch him? It works out great because we can, can talk, and she can't. You want on a mic? <laughs> you want to jump in on this? But no, we'll have to do a bunch of Brazil stories off the air. Oh, okay, I'm not off for that. the air. Yep, we're I'm okay with that. that. I feel like we're missing stuff. Or do you want to close right now? We'll. we'll uh, I'm good. It's it's right now. Like the show's getting ready to pick up. You guys are going to get Perfect. crazy. We're All right, get crazy. That was a n- pretty much a non-hunting related episode, but it was fun. A little teaser for the next. That's one. Good. I think. Well, In-house. that's the most we've ever talked about the organization. I usually defer it to everybody else. That's around me. Just try and help support them back to our network. That's a go. good way, though. There's a, there's a, actually a guy here. I want you guys to talk to you from Nassant Foundation. Okay. And yeah. uh, he, he deals with, they raise money for uh, two organizations. One deals with veterans. The other one's kids with cancer. Oh, yeah. We're kids at with cancer. Yep. Like, how do you not give money to that? Yeah. You're a dick. If you yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was how we raised money for him. It was just that simple. It was like, we're raising money for kids with cancer. Quote, easy. Kids with cancer. <laughs> right. Dick. <laughs> it's that easy. Do you really want to walk away with yeah, this knowing? Yeah. Your speaker just blasted that guy. He didn't even know it. He's like, kids with cancer. He's like, oh, God, not my kids. Yeah, he's on the phone. <laughs> yeah, All right. Let's, let's oh, yeah, cl- he's getting cancer. That's himself. a good place to close. All right. <laughs> I guess it is. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I don't know. Thanks for having me. All right. Yeah. Go shoot your bow. We love you. A life that has the stories to back it. A life to be proud of. It's a Winchester life. Yeah, baby. 6-8 Western. A mule there, baby, right there. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.